Hey, listeners, just a reminder that the history of everything sex is for mature audiences, so listen with discretion. And don't forget, we're ready for suggestions, ideas, stories, whatever you want to tell us. Just email us at thehistoryofsexpod at gmail.com. Thanks! Hello. How are you? I'm I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? I'm good. Let's go back to that old old school. I'm Melinda and I'm Terry. And we're here to talk to you about penises and vaginas. Yes, ma'am, you got it. Welcome to the history. <laughs> the history of everything, of everything. everything sex. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> there, that's okay. our new theme song. That's that's it. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'll just record that and keep it on loop. Yeah, it's like tone look. Exactly. Now I have a have a question for you. And I've got an answer. And I wouldn't be surprised if you said yes. I wouldn't be surprised if you said no. But have you ever heard of Terry Bolea? No. I'm okay. Maybe I am shocked because I thought. She's going to take the wind right out of my sails. No. <laughs> Have you heard of Terry Boulder or Sterling Gordon or Super Destroyer? Well, they sound like porn stars. Mm, close. <laughs> or something. <laughs> Super close. Destroyer. Uh, yeah. You, <laughs> you, you actually do know all of these names are for the same person. Oh, Hulk Hogan. Yes. 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 That's exactly. Yes. Right. Yes. 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 I knew his name was Terry. Yeah. So mm-hmm. today we're going to talk about the Hawks' infamous sex tape scandal. Oh, nice. Yeah. You know what? So. I needed one like this tonight. There you Bring go. Yeah, I love. I love me like, a sex tape. I. I, I kind of had tape. heard rumors, but. I don't know. I was never like. I mean, obviously, everybody was a Hawk fan for some, even a minute. At some point in their whole life, you know, right, but, right, right. You know, and it's funny that my grown sons now are really into wrestling, so it just cracks me up. Uh huh. So, but some of the names that are in this story, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that. You know, I will totally know who you're talking about. Absolutely. So yes. L- so let's start by looking at who this Terry Bollea character is and how he came to be Hulk Hogan. Okay. So Terrence Eugene Bolea was born on August 11th, 1953 in Augusta, Georgia. His parents were Peter, a construction foreman, and Ruth, a dance instructor. Now, Terry had a younger brother, Alan, and later he had a half-brother, Kenneth Wheeler. And Terry was always athletic. He was always competitive. <clears throat> and growing up, he had two loves, sports specifically baseball and bowling, uh, and music. Okay. His family relocated to Tampa, Florida when he was pretty young, and he was apparently quite the pitcher for the baseball team. Hmm. Um, In fact, some sources say that professional baseball scouts were keeping an eye on him. In the West Tampa Little League, Obviously, mm-hmm. this was before the scouts had their eye on him. Right, right, right. When, <laughs> I'm like, wow, he was, he was really good. Right. <laughs> you know you're good when you're in the little league and the scouts are already keeping an eye on you. 
uh, they're just called pedophiles then. Yeah, yeah. Then it's like, you know, yeah. then it's creepy. Come back um, in 10 years. In the Little League, he was known for hitting home runs. Yeah. And then in high school, that's when he was really scouted by both the New York Yankees and our Cincinnati Reds. Um, wow. Yeah. And so then one day he was playing third base because he could play all the different positions. Mm-hmm. And he says that during just a regular old run of the mill throw to first base, he broke his arm. Oh, I've made many a throw to first base. I don't remember ever my arm. He, uh, he, he broke his arm while he was throwing. Yep. Oh. I mean, how would you like to be the guy on the other end of that throw? If you're throwing so hard you break your arm, I don't catch you. No, I don't. So that's his story, and he's sticking to it, I guess. Uh Uh-huh. Anyway, after that, he was just never the same. He was never able to get that arm back that he'd been known for. Yeah. Um, And by the way, as a senior in high school, Mm -hmm. he was six foot seven and weighed about 300 pounds. So we. I can't even imagine playing baseball against them. Right. He does not look <laughs> like a, Goodness. yeah, that does not seem, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd yeah. expect wow. him to be on the football field for sure. Exactly. Or maybe even basketball. So once his baseball career ended, Terry focused all his extra time on music. He played the bass guitar. Have you heard of a fretless guitar? Fretless guitar? Yeah. Uh, Which, I mean, I know what a fret is, so I can picture yeah, it. I just don't know that I I've mean, ever actually seen one. I did, yeah, I don't yes. know. Well, some places where I read it said that that's what he played. So, um, Anyway, he graduated from T.R. Robinson High School in Tampa mm-hmm. in 1971. And then he attended Hillsborough Community College before he transferred to the University of South Florida. He studied both music and finance. But on the side, he was in a band named Ruckus, uh, which was pretty successful as far as local garage bands go. Uh, They got their fair share of gigs in Tampa clubs. And Terry was so busy with the group, in fact, that he decided to um, sack the old college thing. Mm. He said, no, thank you to college. I'm really good at music. I'm just going to go with this. So it was during one of those gigs at a nightclub that Terry met the Briscoe brothers, Jack and Jerry. Who they were, sound like they are a bunch of trouble. Oh, I'm sure they are. Yeah. The Briscoe brothers. Uh, they are a wrestling tag team. Hmm. Uh, they were naturally curious about the big guy. Um, after talking for some time, the brothers introduced Terry to a wrestling trainer named Hiro Matsuda, and he was a Japanese pro wrestler himself. Hmm. Now, Hiro must have really been impressed because he agreed to train Terry, which was, like, just miraculous. Like, he didn't just take on anybody, you know. Mm -hmm. So, young and dumb, uh, Terry bragged all around town about how he was going to be the next big pro wrestler, Mm-hmm. So the first day that he met Hero for training, Hero promptly wrestled him to the ground and purposely broke his leg. Holy crap. Uh, yeah. He got up and he told Terry not to come back. You know, oh. he's like, just don't come back. I don't need you around here. Four months later, after some TLC to the old leg. Okay. Hold on a second. Hold on a sure. second. Hold on a second. Okay. He broke Hulk Hogan's leg. Yep. By tackling him. 
Well, he wrestled him to the ground. Wrestled him to the ground. Put his leg in some kind of a hold, like oh, figure four leg lock or some sort of kind of thing, and he broke his leg. Like, can you imagine? Okay, I'm just thinking. I was thinking like femur. I'm thinking. Can you imagine how much pressure you'd have to put on a femur to break it like that? I'm sorry. It's just I'm picturing something different. Okay. Yeah. No. Ankle broken. Like like, tibia fibula. Yeah. 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 Something like that. Yeah. Tibia fibula. I don't know. Right. Phalange. Yeah. Something down there at the bottom. Something. Something by the floor. Okay. Right. All right. Sorry. I sorry interrupted. Okay. Please continue. Okay. So. (laughs) Back to the back to the story. All right. So after those four months of healing, Terry went back and Hero said, fine, I guess I'll train you. So after about a year of training, Terry had his debut match in the CWF or Championship Wrestling from Florida organization. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't long before Terry quit both the CWF and Hero Matsuda. Okay. He just, that wasn't his thing. So Terry next met and formed a tag team with Ed Leslie, better known as Brutus the Barber Beefcake. I know Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Yeah. He had a good mullet, if I remember correctly. Everybody probably had a mullet right about that. A lot of them did. I'm sure. Sorry. Sorry. You're okay. The two of them together, known as the Boulder Brothers. Uh, wrestled for Louis Tillett's Alabama Territory until they were enticed by an offer to join the Continental Wrestling Association by Jerry Jarrett for $800 a week. So this moved Terry and Ed to Memphis. Now, it was while he was wrestling in Memphis that Terry was given the name Hawk. Terry appeared on a local talk show alongside Lou Ferrigno. Um, let's just stop for one second. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I will tell you that Lou Ferrigno mm-hmm. was my very first crush. That is fascinating to because me. Because I loved the Incredible Hulk. Okay. I just knew him as the Hulk. Yeah. Like, I didn't even know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know. Yeah. But I, boy, did I would love me Hulk. I did. <laughs> I love me some hope. So sorry. sorry. You're sorry. okay. No, I love your little, your little insight. It's okay. <laughs> love it. So it was actually the fact that when he was next to Lou Ferrigno, the talk show host guy, he just couldn't get over the fact that Terry was actually even bigger than Lou. So he just kept referring to him as a hawk, right? Uh-huh. So it was also in Memphis that Terry came to the attention of Vince McMahon. Well, I know who that is. Of the World Wrestling Federation. Federation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this was in 1979. So McMahon thought that he could appeal to the Irish fans. Apparently there were a lot of Irish fans. So he dubbed Terry Hawk Hogan. Hogan being kind of an Irish name. And mm-hmm. he actually wanted him to dye his hair red, but that's where he drew the line and said, no, thank you to red hair. I will right, right, be, right. I, I will kid, not be Things would have been, I mean, really, I don't think he would have taken off. Uh, probably not. If he had red hair. No. No, he not. needed to have that blonde hair. He would look like a real douchebag with red hair. So yeah. in his debut WWF match, Hawk Hogan beat Harry Valdez, 
and he was then pitted against Andre the Giants. Now, he did lose to Andre, but that is when he became super popular with the wrestling fans. Yes. Well, Andre the Giant, first of all, love him as well. I know, because you love him in the movie. I love Andre the Giant. (laughs) I love Fezzik. I love Andre the Giant as Fezzik, but I love Uh Andre the Giant as a wrestler as well. Yeah. He's always seemed too nice to me to be a wrestler. Yeah. 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 He was a big, big man. He was a big, big man. There's a special that you can watch on him. Really? Uh, he's, yeah, it's really, really, really good to documentary. Mm-hmm. It's and then um, you have to watch the documentary because the amount of alcohol that this man could put away mm-hmm. in one night was like incredible. Wow, yeah, it was not good for him. But sure, sure. You know, he get, he man, was in he so. was in a lot of pain because he was Aww. a giant. He was literally a giant. L- right. So he drank to you know. Anyway, yeah. sorry. No, nope. love Andre the Giant. <laughs> love Please him. Continue. Okay, so. In 1981, while he was in Los Angeles, um, Hogan met Linda Marie Claridge. Now, Linda was born August 24th, 1959, in L.A. Her sister, Christy, was actually crowned Miss International in 1982 and is an actress and model. So there's very little info available on Linda herself before her relationship with Terry. But I did see that she was on the game show, The Match Game 78, where she won. And I love Match Game because I'm obviously 100 years old. And mm-hmm. so I, when I saw that, I pulled it right up on YouTube and watched the whole daggone episode. And she's just a, such a cutie. Ah, Yeah, I just love The Match Game. So um, she and the Hawk met at a restaurant in 81 and had a long distance two-year relationship due to his wrestling career and frequent traveling. Eventually, they did marry on December 18th, 1983, at a ceremony attended by several other wrestlers, including Andre the Giant and, of course, Vince McMahon. Now, Hawk Hogan ruled the 80s and 90s. Um, He did a stint with New Japan Professional Wrestling early in the 80s, and Japanese fans called him Ichiban, which means number one. In 1984, shortly after his wedding, Hogan defeated the Iron Sheik at Madison Square Gardens, earning him the title of WWF Heavyweight Champion. Mm -hmm. This was the night that his parents finally decided that this wrestling career might actually have been a good decision. And this is also when Hulkamania was born. Hulkamania! I knew you were going to do it. (laughs) Let me tell you a little fun fact about the Iron Sheik. Please do. I believe the Iron Sheik, before every match, he would sing the Russian anthem. Or I don't know if it would be called the Soviet anthem or the SSR anthem. Uh And I used to know it because he was singing it. And I can't think of it right now. But Oh, darn. Hulkamania, brother. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hogan reigned as the champ for 1,474 days, right up until 1988. All sorts of Hulk merch were flying off the shelves. Matches were selling out to record crowds. I mean, I feel like this is really when wrestling hit mainstream. Like, 
it was all Hulk what, Hogan. What year was this again? 1984, 80, 5, 6. Okay, yeah. Like that time zone. My ju- junior high. Boy, mm-hmm. was I. Man, I watched all the cage matches. Heck yeah. You're now, about to Terry, my boyfriend soon. I feel like they were on like Saturday morning. Uh-uh. No. Well, I when... think they had other kinds of things, but it was usually... Gosh, I can't even remember what yeah, night. Wednesday nights even. or something. I don't know. I could be. I, I can't. I can't remember. But there were always like the WrestleMania, you yeah. know the the big the big ones. That... Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and and then they had the ones that were pay per view that were like once a year. Yeah. 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 And I sure as heck wasn't watching those, mm-hmm. but I heard about them the next day. Mm-hmm. So Terry and Linda um, had their daughter Brooke in 1988, and their son Nick was born in 1990. And Hawk Hogan, who had wrestled first, who had wrestled in the first nine WrestleManias from 1985 to 1993, he was definitely enjoying plenty of fame and fortune. The Hogan family starred in their own reality show on VH1, and it was called Hogan Knows Best. It was on for four seasons from 2005 to 2007. And the show, among other things, showed some scenes from Terry and Linda's marriage counseling. Mm, you, yeah, I, I remember the I show. Say, I did, did you watch, watch the show? You didn't yeah. watch it or you did? I did. Okay. I did watch okay. it. And, I definitely did uh, not watch it. Yeah, it was, uh, it was an, you know, just like a reality show. Exactly. It was Yeah, it was weird. one of the first probably. So Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Now, 2007 is when the shit hit the fan. So one day, Hulk Hogan was reading the St. Petersburg Times, um, as one does, and Uh (laughs) he came across a little article that said that his wife had filed for divorce. Oh. He had no idea. So what was Linda's reason? Well, she later revealed that she had learned that the Hulk was having an affair with their daughter, Brooke's good friend, Christine Plant. Hmm. Christine later admitted that this was true. I didn't see an, an an exact age for Christine, but Brooke would have been 19 at the time and mm. Hawk was 54. Yeah. Yeah. So for the record, Mr. Hogan denies ever cheating on Linda. And as a big side note, Terry and Linda's son, Nick, in 2007, around when all this was happening, mm-hmm. um, he's spent eight months in prison after drunk driving and severely injuring the passenger that was in his yeah i yeah i remember that he he had a he had a bad alcohol problem a bad bad yes Mm -hmm. so what would hawk hogan do when his wife was leaving him and his kids were angry with him well apparently write a song well nope (laughs) (laughs) nope Uh, he would cry on the shoulder of his best friend. His best friend was shock jock Bubba the Love Sponge. I remember remember Bubba the Love Sponge. So a quick quick discussion about old Bubba. So Bubba's first marriage lasted 91 days. This just gives you a picture of Bubba here. Mm -hmm. Then he married Heather Cole in January 2007. Um, Hawk was his best man naturally and during their marriage bubba often had heather sleep with other guys 
Sometimes he watched, and most times the action was videotaped. Mm -hmm. So you probably know where this is going, but Mm -hmm. apparently there were three sex tapes made of Terry and Heather. So movie number one was filmed July 3rd, 2007. This one was 43 minutes long, and it stars Heather in just a thong and Terry, who receives oral sex from Heather for about 10 minutes. Oh, and by the way, uh, Bubba was just kind of walking in and out, talking to his wife and his best man. Oh, wow. Then Bubba goes and takes a shower and he comes back and keeps talking, which is just okay, whatever. Right, 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 right. That's weird. (laughs) Right. Movie number two is 30 minutes long and was recorded on July 13th, 2007. This one has him, has uh, the hawk performing oral sex on her, then her doing so on him, then they have sex for about two minutes. Okay. Movie number three. Oh, brother. (laughs) (laughs) Walkamania. Walkamania. Movie number three was soon after number two, but the exact date isn't known. And this one starts again with Heather going down on Terry. um, And then they have sex. After about two minutes, Heather says that they have to stop because he's too big and she can't handle it. Mm. After that, he gets a shower. And then he comes back and him and Heather and Bubba are all talking about his kids, Terry's kids. Mm -hmm. So Terry tells him about Brooke making some bad decisions, including who she's dating. And he tosses out a few racial slurs. Mm -hmm. When he leaves, the recording continues. And Heather is heard saying that if they ever wanted to blackmail him, they definitely have what they need. Mm -hmm. So. These sex tapes were made without Terry's knowledge. Terry's wife, Linda, who was 48 at the time, um, after their divorce, started dating 19-year-old Charlie Hill. When the divorce was settled in 2009, Linda was awarded 70% of the couple's assets, 40% of any and all of Terry's companies, and a $3 million property settlement. She did pretty good. Mm -hmm. In 2012, Linda and 19-year-old Charlie were on a reality show called Celebrity Therapy, where Charlie proposed to her. Hmm. Now, the couple didn't end up getting married, and actually they broke up soon after that episode was um, recorded. So meanwhile, now he has no idea that these sex tapes even exist, right? So... He goes on, Terry goes on to marry a makeup artist named Jennifer McDaniel, who was 21 years his junior, and they married on December 14th, 2010 at his Clearwater, Florida home. It wasn't until 2012, a year after Bubba and Heather divorced, that the Hulk Hogan sex tape came to light. Hmm. So first, a lawyer named Keith Davidson worked for a radio DJ by the name of Matt Lloyd, a.k.a. Spice Boy. Hate it. (laughs) (laughs) And Spice Boy's then-wife, Tasha Nicole. Um, They they also worked with Mike Holta, who was another DJ. Anyway, this lawyer, Keith Davidson, 
met Terry at the Sand Pearl in Clearwater, where Terry gave him a $300,000 check to stop Keith's clients from leaking the tapes to TMZ and to the dirty.com. Terry had informed the FBI of the blackmail. They watched this whole transaction, but they didn't take any action. So I I don't know. I don't know what the purpose was. It's like, well, if you're not going to do anything about it, why be there and watch it? Is it Mm -hmm. in case somebody gets killed or what, you know, but they didn't do anything about it. So anyway, um, soon after web based gossip site Gawker, which is G A W K E R. It's kind of like, yeah, Gawker, not Gawker. Gawker. Yeah. Uh, They posted an article about the sex tape, including a one minute, 41 second clip of the recording. Now, Gawker and its founder, Nick Denton, had already made a few enemies in very powerful places. In particular, Peter Thiel, founder of PayPal. Hmm. Thiel was outed as gay by Gawker in December 2007. And after that, he was quick to help finance any lawsuits against Nick Denton and Gawker. He's like, you got a bone to pick? I can back you up with all the money. Let's just, mm-hmm. let's do it. So when Hawk Hogan slash Terry Bollea had his sex tape splashed all over the internet by Gawker, Thiel was more than happy to fund his lawsuit against them. And sue he did. So Terry brought a $100 million lawsuit against Gawker. His argument was that they had violated his privacy. The trial took place in January 2015, so that's eight years after the tape was made. And Heather testified, saying that she didn't know that they were being recorded, which is kind of bullshit because she usually knew that Uh Bubba would record them. So why would she not know this time? Whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And Terry testified as well. The defense's argument was that Hawk Hogan was a public image and As a person who made a fortune being in the public eye, he had forfeited his right to privacy. But his argument was that when he was not in the public eye, when he was behind closed doors, he wasn't Hawk Hogan. He was Terry Bollea. And Terry Bollea had a right to privacy. So, yeah. So this brought up the point of the reality show where Terry and his family had starred in years ago. Didn't Terry and Linda air their dirty laundry then? But Terry said no. That was also Hawk Hogan. Even the title was Hogan Knows Best. Mm-hmm. In the end, uh, Terry won the lawsuit. Hmm. So, mm-hmm. so Gawker was ordered to take the article and video clip down and to pay Terry 140 40 million dollars in damages uh gawker ended up filing bankruptcy Hmm. so they ended up settling on paying just a measly 31 million dollars to him instead but you know everybody was so happy including peter thiel because now they were finally 
bankrupt, gone, bust, whatever. So Mm -hmm. Terry went on to sue Keith Davidson and Spice Boy and Tasha and Mike Kalta as well. And in the end, the radio station slash employer of the DJs settled out of court with Terry for an undisclosed amount of money. Um, so where are we now? Well, a year ago, Hawk Hogan revealed that he and wife number two, Jennifer McDaniel, had divorced after 11 years of marriage and he was dating a new girlfriend, yoga instructor and accountant, Sky Daly. <laughs> so Hawk Hogan, 69, and Sky, 44, are still going strong today. And they were recently spotted together at Ric Flair's 74th <laughs> birthday party in Florida. That's hilarious. 74! He Gee is an old man. Yeah, yes. Oh, and to finish this little story with a little oh my goodness um you remember how linda was dating charlie and he was 19 yeah. well charlie ended up suing linda for 1.5 million dollars saying that he had to do chores throughout their four-year relationship that he was never paid for hmm. the case was dismissed and ultimately charlie had to pay linda $49,000 in attorney fees. Hmm. Isn't that something? It is about, something. Yeah. Because he's like, oh, she always had me cleaning their yacht. And she <laughs> always had me, you know, being the pool boy. Right, so I'm right. Like, those weren't chores. Those were, you know, those were probably either her fantasy type things. Like, oh, why don't you act like the pool boy? Right, 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 right. Or, she, and she said, I didn't tell you to clean the yacht you wanted to take the boat out you took the boat out she's like right, oh, right. No. cleaned it what are you talking about <laughs> so but he's he was a real dork anyway but but yeah what a dork, what a dork. Well, i loved that well great i, I thoroughly enjoyed it. it thank you yeah. now i will say i did not watch the minute and a half clip i'm sure you can find it somewhere of hulk hogan having right. you know i'm gonna short... look for it <laughs> i know well apparently he only has sex for two minutes so whatever that's all about i don't know but right yeah well so, yeah but i did see her in court because that's all over youtube heather and she's mm-hmm. crying and saying that um you know she's so embarrassed and kind of making herself look like a victim and yeah I'm just not buying it. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, Hawk's daughter, Brooke, is now mm -hmm. a singer. So if you were looking for a new album to buy, I'm sure Brooke Hogan. I'm sure. I'm sure it's top of the charts. Probably. I'm sure (laughs) it's some some real talented business going on there. You know what? I think about the fact like they're so they're he's already rich you know what i mean and and not that they couldn't have a a job or whatever but what do they have everybody has to just do everything right and try everything now i'm gonna do this Mm -hmm. it's like just Mm -hmm. go on vacation right you know just how just chill out for a little while right anyway (laughs) yeah chillin's for suckers this is hawkamania yeah and brother 
Brother. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, Melinda. <sighs> You're welcome. That was a quick one, but chuck full of information well, for you. Uh, apparently, he was a quick one, too. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> All right, right. man. Well, that's it for today. All right. We'll see you next time on the the History of Everything. Bye. Bye.